Well, it's beginning to look a lot like the holiday season here, gentlemen. My name's Matt. I'm Brian. And I'm Jake. And we are here for another Art House Rewind Holiday Edition. We've got a couple of those coming your way. So hope you're doing well. Hope you're enjoying the weather, whether it's cold and snowy where you are or it's warm and sunny or anything in between. Hope you're doing well. All those Phoenix listeners. (laughs) (laughs) The giant Phoenix crowd. Hope you guys are doing Snowbirds. <laughs> well down there. Uh, so before we jump into what our conversation is about today, Brian, what's happening at Art House in the Babcock that they need to know? Oh, well, we got a few things. Uh, here at Art House, we will be opening uh, Noah Baumbach's new film. It is White Noise, based on the Don DeLillo. DeLillo? I, I don't know how exactly. I've read it. I've not, not the book. I've read the name, oh. but I don't know how it's You pronounced. read the whole name? I heard the whole name. <laughs> I mean, did you, did you took a couple late, sit-ins? But... You, you got it done. No, it's taken more than a couple. You're still not getting uh, it. Yeah, but... you're right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, should be a really good one. Uh, I've heard some really good things. It's supposedly one of those unfilmable novels, so we'll sure. see how well they did at it. Uh, again, Noah Baumbach behind the camera, Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig in front. Uh, it should be a really good one to check out. about it. Jake, have you read White Noise, the book? I have not, no. It's kind of this weird... I'd, I've drank a lot of White Noise. <laughs> there mm-hmm. you go. So you're prepared, yeah. uh, just as I am. So I read the book earlier this year, not knowing that it was a film, or going to be a oh, film. Just, just happened to read it. I seriously just happened to read it. It came up in like a you should read these books kind of thing. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, I'll do that. Uh, enjoyed the book. Really enjoyed it. And then come to find out it's a movie and it's Noah Baumbach, who yeah. I, I love his film. So yeah. like, this is awesome. So it's it's one of my most excited, anticipated films of the cool. year. Cool. Well, out. I got it for you Thank this you. weekend. Okay. Uh, also this weekend, uh, opening up at Art House like 99% sure we will have Bones and All for a week. Uh, Timothy Chalamet starring in that one uh, from Luca Guadagnino, who did Call Me By Your Name and Suspiria and the Salvatore documentary. So a uh, real interesting filmmaker. I'm interested to see uh, what he does. Arliss on staff has already seen it, and he loved it. So And MK loved it. So That's some good recommendations. Those are good recommendations, so check that one out. Uh, then at Babcock, it is... Our Charlie Brown weekend, we have Charlie Brown Christmas, three screenings of it this weekend, and then lastly, on Wednesday the 14th, we have the 30th anniversary of Batman Returns as our holiday classic, because it's a Christmas movie. It's going to be good. It's going to yeah. be busy. It's going to be great. So, uh, gentlemen, I thought it would be good to just have a little bit of com- little conversation about Charlie Brown Christmas because this is one of the biggest things that we do all year as Art House, and uh, we're so excited about it around here. So, I thought it'd be good to have a conversation. What are you excited about? What what uh, what's the feeling of it for you guys? Because as some of you might know already, th- we have a history of doing Charlie Brown. Uh, we started it. Uh, a few years ago, and we did three years of it in the art house space. And I think, Brian, were you on staff the first year? I don't know that you're on Not staff the, the first year. Not the first year. Okay. So the first year we ever did it, we did it as a uh, VIP-only event for just a small group of people. And it was awesome, and they loved it. Uh, but we walked out of that year and thought, <clears throat> this was so great, we got to invite other people. So then we, the second year, we just did, I think, two showings of it, thinking like, we scheduled two showings mm-hmm. of it thinking like this is going to be great. But then at the end of the day, had to add showing after showing after showing because they kept filling up. Mm-hmm. And by the end in 2019, December 2019 was the last time we did it. 
we had six showings all sold out, yep. all crammed to the gills, people everywhere coming in and enjoying this. And if you don't know what it is, Charlie Brown Christmas is uh, our opportunity to play the film Charlie Brown Christmas. If you haven't seen it, it's a classic. But um, we have a live band there to present and perform the music in the midst of the film as well. So that's kind of where it's been this year, though. We're moving it to the Babcock, yeah. which is awesome. And was kind of a, not a risk per se, but a question mark of how is this going to go. And as of this moment, one showing is sold out. The other one is quickly moving that will yep. probably sell out. And then we've got the third one that has a few hundred tickets yeah. sold already. So yeah. it could sell out as well. So if you haven't gotten tickets, make sure to get those tickets. Yeah. But we would have had just for an idea, just of what we've sold already, that would have been like over 10 showings we would have had yep. sold out here at Art House. <laughs> yeah. And I think, so the, the biggest challenge for this year, and then I, I want to hear what you guys are excited about when it comes to this year, but the biggest challenge is it was like this small, intimate living room feel almost. It mm-hmm. felt like like kind of that. I don't know if you guys had it when you were kids, but Christmas Eve at grandma's house where it's like all the aunts and uncles and cousins. Fireplaces on. And- yeah. And every, like everybody's crammed shoulder to shoulder, but you're, it's, it's just, it was that kind of feeling for me. And so the question of, well, can we move to th- this to the Babcock and still have that? that small intimate feel and i'm so excited about the plan this year because i think yeah there's going to be hundreds of people there but it's still going to have this warmth this intimacy uh, i think it's going to be even better than it was at art house uh, particularly because of some of the things the band's doing in relation mm-hmm. to how it's interplaying with uh the film itself i think it's going to be filled with surprises and joy and nostalgia and all the things that we want out of something like this so brian talk to me about charlie brown do you like charlie brown not like Charlie Brown. Um, I did not grow up with Charlie Brown, like in any real sense. Um, I, I remember like a TV special that we saw when I was maybe like seven or eight, but it was like one of those like modern sort of ones. Okay. It wasn't like a classic one. Yeah. Um, probably the first time I saw Charlie Brown Christmas was 2018 here at Art House. Really? So. That was a first, but you'd heard the soundtrack? Yeah, I'd one? heard yeah. it. And I. I mean, it's a pretty simple story. I think I knew what happens, but it's I, I'd never actually seen it. Yeah. So. Wow. 2018. Mm-hmm. It turned out okay. It turned out okay. You turned out okay. Jacob, how about you? Um, I would say I, I'm with Brian on this one. It was not the regular playing at my house, um, but we we were more of the Rudolph crew. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I like it. I enjoy it. I, I think it has a fun place, and um, I think it – when you're a kid, you're enjoying it for different reasons than you are as an adult. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. This was the Christmas special. This was it was between this and uh, It's a Wonderful Life were the two like Christmas mainstays when it came to the Blakesley household. And the soundtrack in particular was something that you know anytime that thing came on. Um, I w- it just made everything better. As somebody that has been around Christmas music in a lot of different ways over the years, that's that Christmas music I can never ever uh, get bored with or tired of. So, mm-hmm. thanks for entertaining me, gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> and doing this. <laughs> but I think what what's cool is obviously we all have different stories and experiences with it. But at the end of the day, this really is not accidental, but definitely not. Uh, overly intentional either something that we've created as a kind of a christmas mainstay in billings culture that's really fun to see yeah we missed two years of it because of pandemic and the amount of messages i got of like are you going to do it this year why aren't you doing it this year please do it this year (laughs) like it was 
it was pretty intense some passionate people were that you should still do it regardless <laughs> and i think so the thing for me that you know i have my own nostalgia like love of the film itself but i think the thing that i enjoy about this event uh at the, every year that we do it is this really is an exposure for a lot of kids and a lot of families coming this might be their first exposure to live music it's mm-hmm. you know, for sure for a lot of people their first exposure to live jazz music, mm-hmm. and there's these opportunities throughout the show where the the band the jazz trio is, is kind of uh, invited to take the song elsewhere and to do you know some improvis- improvisational jazz, which for me it's just really cool that they're seeing it in that kind of space and environment, yeah. and and experiencing it in a way that you know taking them to a jazz club and uh, can only go on so far, but to hear it attached to this cartoon and the nostalgia of it is a really beautiful thing. Yeah. So I'm excited for the extra production we're doing this year. I feel like it's going to be just, it's bigger and it's going to be better. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see how it turns out. Yeah. I'm excited that we've updated the film and it's not the, we had a pretty rough one for a while yeah. that, yep. you know, I mean, it serves its purpose, but it's like, oh, to be able to have one that's like the best quality you can get. And then we had the sound done like more professionally instead of just like, okay, turn it down here and turn <laughs> it back up. <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels uh, that way for sure. Uh, is there anything special about it uh, that people need to know if they wanted to show up early and experience anything different, gentlemen? This was a test. <laughs> I mean, is there like a coffee shop that's going to be open <laughs> that you could go, possibly, if you wanted a warm drink, like go yeah, to that coffee shop? Yeah. So Rock Creek, who is one of our neighbors, they're doing awesome. Uh, they uh, they agreed to be open uh, an hour before all three of our Charlie Brown screenings uh, to get you guys some hot beverages. So head on over there, get yourself some hot chocolate or a coffee, yeah. that sort of thing. But it was something that we just didn't feel like we had the right staff and capacity to help with what new people would want so rock creek stepped up and they're an awesome partner yep and for sure like not just tonight but any night if you wanted to bring an outside beverage in that is totally fine as long as it's not alcohol (laughs) correct so all right so you guys didn't grow up with charlie brown like i grew up with charlie brown right so i need to know uh was it a charlie brown comic strip like absence in your life or did you read the comic strips of Charlie Brown, um, I mean, just whatever was in the newspaper. Okay. Like, yeah, I would say it wasn't like I we didn't have that book. I had a Calvin and Hobbes book, okay, and then Zitz is the other one that I have most of those books. So, but I forgot yeah. about. Zitz. I was a Far Side, Far Side. Yeah. yeah, I was a Far Side guy for sure. Uh, what uh, Family Circle? Was That's that? a. Uh, is it circle circus. or circus? circus. Yeah. circus. But it's, it's in a, in a circle. circle, yeah. <laughs> Family circus, that was a, uh, a heavy rotation one at the Blixie household. Uh, Calvin Hobbes was like right on the that edge. That was the one that we would make fun of our grandma for liking so much. Calvin and Hobbes? No, uh, Family Circus. Family. Oh, yeah. No, as, an adult, as a kid, it's one of those as a kid I would like just howl. Like, how is somebody so funny reading these? <laughs> and then you go back as an adult, you're like, oh, it's kind of the same thing over and over and over yeah. again. So uh, Calvin and Hobbes was was a big mainstay, but that and the far side were kind of like on the edge for a conservative family like ours. Like yeah. we were, I was I was definitely dabbling in in, in a danger zone by mm-hmm. enjoying Calvin and Hobbes in the far side as much as I did. But good memories. But 
for our family, Peanuts, Charlie Brown, that was like peak. I still remember it was always the first thing uh, in the Sunday paper color. It was the top one in the comic strip that I was always reading that one first. Um, My growing up in Gardner, our preschool was called Snoopy School. And so that was my more association with Peanuts was... I knew who Snoopy was because, oh, he's like the mascot of our school. But and uh, the, it was legitimately Snoopy was the mascot. Yeah. It wasn't, okay. Yeah. And so it took me a while to associate that with Charlie Brown. <laughs> you got there, though. Yeah. You did it. We did the Great Pumpkin, I feel like, more than we did Charlie Brown Christmas. So I just watched that for the first time a couple of years ago. Yeah. That one in the Thanksgiving special. They're fine. I yeah. mean, they're not bad. Right. They're not the and Christmas special. And I don't special. think I've seen either of those. Yeah. You're missing out. Again, I saw a weird one that was like made in the 90s that was, I don't know. I don't even remember what it was. Did did either of you watch the Peanuts movie when it came out a couple years ago? No. I did not. Fully computer animated. Arliss, did you watch that one? Arliss is here. I would have been more interested if it wasn't computer animated because it just felt like, come on. (laughs) So Garfield, you guys big Garfield fans? The comic, movie, what are you you going for? Uh, Garfield and Friends, I watched every Saturday. I forgot about that yeah. show. But uh, the strip wasn't that great. Although, um, Garfield minus Garfield is one of the greatest things ever. Oh, yeah. That is. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Bill Murray, what's not to love about Garfield? That's. Well, <laughs> those movies. <laughs> we yeah. shouldn't go there. What's not Lorenzo to love about Music, Bill Murray, you mean? guys? <laughs> Well, gentlemen, thank you for this in-depth conversation on all things Charlie Brown comics, your childhood, yeah, jazz music. I don't know where else we could go with yeah. this conversation, but we've hit it all. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet for Charlie Brown, please make sure to do that now. You can head to arthousebillings.com and uh, get those tickets before they're gone because yeah. we're pretty sure that everything's going to sell out and we'd hate for you to miss out on things. Other than that, next week we're going to have a conversation about some of our favorite holiday films, so... Uh, if you need to study up on those, make sure to be watching some holiday films, gentlemen. Yeah. Other than that, I hope everybody's doing well, and we hope to see you all very soon at Art House of the Babcock. Bye. Bye. Bye.